This is episode 47. Thank you for joining me in Stepping Lanes Institute Beauty Business Podcast. Episode 47, we will be discussing how long are you going to stay in survival mode? For those of you who are on Clubhouse, we come every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. And just to let many of you know, I will be ending our Clubhouse chats at the end of the year. I will continue to do my podcast until I do uh, 100 episodes, and then that will be it for my journey on uh, podcasts and Clubhouse for now. I have pinned in our group Episode 47, are your instructions to your clients clear? That one's getting a lot of play right now. People are trying to figure out how to make clearer instructions and directions, especially heading into the end of quarter four. So let's start talking about survival mode. I had a really great conversation with my very good friend, Angela Green, and her and I met, oh gosh, I would say... 20, maybe 18 years ago. And we were both business owners. And I talked to her today about the whole idea of survival mode. When you're a business owner and you're a business owner with no business experience, we tend to slip into survival mode because a lot of the decisions that we make are decisions that we make spur of the moment because we don't understand looking at the bigger picture or understanding long-term. So survival mode for some of you, you've been in for a very long time because your business is barely making it. And when I say barely making it, I mean you're making enough to keep the doors open and a little bit to pay yourself and that's about it. And you've been in this space for some time. And for some of you, it's been some years. And unfortunately, There's going to have to be some certain decisions you make to get yourself out of survival mode. Because when you get there, it feels uncomfortable until it doesn't. And then now your survival mode is normal. So running from pillar to post, trying to do it all, posting, services, online store, social media, e-newsletters, laundry, cleaning, ordering products, cleaning the ceiling, cleaning the bathroom, folding towels, all of the things that we do are all in survival mode. We don't take time to stop and think about exactly the things that we need to be successful in the business to get out of survival mode, to be able to have a profit. We don't do those things in survival mode. So my question is always, how long are you going to be there? And at what point and what will it take to get you out of survival mode? You know, I have this conversation often with booty business owners who don't want to look long-term right? Many of my podcasts that I have, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, lives and discussions and all the things that I've done over the years, I've always talked about understanding that when you are trying to strive for a successful business, there's going to be decisions that you have to make that have to take into account long-term. And I'm going to be very specific with that. Some of you are running your business just long enough to either pay your weekly rent or to pay your monthly rent. And this conversation might step on some toes, but I want to bring some realization to you that in order for you to be successful, 
you can't be in survival mode and be successful because the decisions that you make in survival mode are not decisions that may be best for the business long-term. And I'm speaking 100% from experience. This is my experience that I'm speaking about because I was in survival mode for so long that I did not quite understand that I had to get out of survival mode to have a successful long-term business because the decisions that I made in survival mode were not long-term decisions. Some of them were not great decisions, right? I have openly shared my money issues, my bad credit, um, times when I would take a credit card and do a cash advance so that I could have cash to put into the account, not realizing that I really didn't have cash on that card, but that's another story for another day. So the decisions that I made to do that while I'm standing in the bank were all because I needed the money instantly to pay for inventory, give myself a little bit of money, be able to pay rent. All of those things that I was doing was out of true, true desperation. And the desperation was because the decisions that I was making was literally to keep the doors open long enough just to pay the rent. I made just enough to be able to pay for a little bit of product on my shelf. And this was way before I started doing, you know, everything that I've talked about. This was in the beginning because I did not understand. I didn't even want to break down how much it cost me to rent my room on a daily basis and give myself goals on a daily basis, right? Let alone a monthly basis. Oh no, I, or weekly basis. Oh no, I, I never would do that. I can't put myself in a goal. I can't make a goal. Are you kidding? I'm not sure if I'm going to pay rent or if I'm going to have to borrow money to pay rent. Survival mode, now that I look back on it, was a period in my life that I was constantly on the go, constantly grinding. If I didn't work, I didn't eat. That was the motto. And it was such a huge, it had a huge effect on my psyche that it took me a long time to get that narrative out of my mind. Because survival mode was literally just enough to survive, just enough to put gas in the car, pay the car note, insurance, buy some groceries, pay rent at home. And then all the rest of the money had to be put back into the business. Like it was such a frantic time in my business. Um, I remember often being very upset because I never took the time to think about a problem I had and solve it in a logical way. I wanted to solve it, get it off my plate, and then move on to the next problem. I never took my time. And I will say as once I came out of survival mode and I started being strategic, and I mean strategic with everything, I could no longer take situations in the business and not sit with it and really plan out a long-term goal. Because when you're strategizing, you're strategizing ahead. What you're doing now is going to affect the future. So you have to have a plan. And that's why some of us are still in survival mode because we don't have a plan. We didn't start the business with the plan. We haven't been doing business with the plan. We don't, we don't have a plan. 
We have some clients we love to see. We have services we love to offer. We have products we love to sell. That's it. We don't go past that. We're not going to plan social media. We're not going to plan customer appreciation events. We're not going to plan to grow. We're going to stay here. We're going to outgrow this space. So we have to stay here until we can't see any more clients. We don't plan. We're not going to look for a bigger space. Nope. We got we to gotta stay here. All of those things that I'm listing off are all in survival mode. There's no future oriented. It's just getting through the day, the week, the month. That's it. Getting from week or month to month rent payment. That's survival mode. When I started understanding strategy, I still hold on to a little bit of survival mode. And I was telling Angela today, I said, I didn't, I didn't become strategic in the business because I felt that that was the way to be successful. I didn't do that. I just wanted to pay a certain price for certain things. So I kept telling people in order for me to get this price, how much, how many do I have to buy? That was my conversation. Okay. So I got to buy this amount to get this number. Is that what I'm saying? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let me strat let me strategically figure out how I'm going to sell that many but I want it at that price. I wasn't looking in the future with that. I just wanted to understand how could I have the best margins? How could I really have a lot of money sitting in the bank? How could I figure out how to pay rent and not worry about paying rent? How could I restructure my service menu to where people were paying for my time? It wasn't because I wanted to get out of survival mode. It was because I was ready to command a certain amount and it was ready to pay a certain amount. Like I was really ready to do those things. And I've mentioned this before, you know, when, when my business became full, that did not mean that I'm working five days a week, you know, 14, 12, 14 clients a day. No, God, no. My goal was to work three days a week, half full books, then pay me my hourly rate that I want, which was $100 an hour, and make all of my time working very strategic. And I think that's something that came because I was at year eight and year nine and my body was starting to break down. My hands were hurting. My elbows were hurting. My knees were hurting. Um, I was getting, you know, uh, massages every two weeks. Um I was seeing a chiropractor at that time as well. So I was getting therapy and, you know, trying to rest in between clients. I would never book myself back to back. I would have a day in between to recover for the body. So I really had to have another plan, another strategy to earn enough in those three days that I already knew exactly what I was doing when I was selling product and how I was allocating money. But that did not come because I didn't, I didn't understand I was in survival mode when I was in survival mode. It wasn't that I woke up one day and said, okay, I'm ready to be out of survival mode. I, I can do this, you know, full time. This can be my business. This is going to pay for my livelihood. I never had that moment. I never had that space. So for me, and for many of you, you probably don't think you're in survival mode because it has become so routine. Because it is the way you've been doing it for so long. It is your normal. So it's hard for you to come back and say that you're in survival mode 
when you don't realize you're in survival mode. There's a part of you that believes that, but in order for you to stay the course and be positive and manifest what you want and see the vision of your business, you can't acknowledge that you're in survival mode. And I was there. Yes, I knew I had money problems. Yes, I was robbing Peter Pay Paul. Yes, I didn't have full books. Sometimes I would be devastated when a client would cancel. Like I understand all of these, right? Because I've been down all of those paths. But in order for you to realize you're in survival mode, you have to acknowledge survival mode. And even if you get yourself to a strategic or strategy-based business, or you have um put things in place to have consistent income, which pulls you out of that survival mode. Your mind is still going to be in survival mode. It took my mind a long time to realize that the things that I said to start the business and keep myself focused and motivate myself and talk through and project and manifest everything that I wanted all happened in survival mode. But when I got out of survival mode, I realized how long I stayed in survival mode. My mind did. I felt I had to be there. Oh God, I'm going to rush around, do all the things every morning to show up and then do the things because I can only earn if I'm doing the things even though I knew I was earning and had multiple streams of income. I had my, my website. I even had my wholesale website. I had a retail website. I would send out PayPal invoices for people who may have not seen me for months. Like I had the things, but my mind was still in survival mode. So a lot of the actions I was doing were not the best. You know, I always remember the ahas that got me out of survival mode, right? One of my biggest ahas, besides realizing that I was paying too much in shipping, and if I was focused on buying the things that I sold the most and buying them in bulk and never being out, the only reason I was looking at those things in that way was because I slowly started realizing that the survival mode that I had my business in, the mentality is so different than the abundant mindset or there is no limit mindset, which is where I am at now. I don't I don't have any limitations. Um, so to get to that point, I had to acknowledge that I was in survival mode for a long time, 10 years plus. And I made a lot of bad decisions. Um, I made decisions very hastily. I just literally made a decision so that I didn't have to make a decision later on. Case was closed, move it on. What's the next problem? Um, and a lot of things in the business could have been better. I could have done things a lot differently if I realized that I didn't need to stay in survival mode for so long. And I had to pull my mind out of survival mode once I was done with it. So a lot of the issues that come up in our business partly are because we, we've not forecasted long-term and the decision that we made when we were in survival mode is now coming to fruition. 
You know, I say this often that if I knew what I knew now, I probably would not have gotten sucked into the idea that I had to have a spa. I had to have employees. I had to do all these things to be successful, quote unquote, right? And in our industry, we push that fantasy. You haven't made it till you have a team. You have a building and a team and you're open seven days a week and you have all. I had two teams. And the lessons I learned with those teams was that I didn't want to be a babysitter, nor did I want to be a referee. I didn't want to have to deal with problems between the employees and the clients because the employees wouldn't listen to the clients. Um, I loved my clients because they told and they said, oh, no, so-and-so, she double dips your wife. Wait, who, what? Oh, no, ma'am. Are you serious? She's like, yeah. And I even questioned her. And she's like, oh, Stephanie's not here. There's nothing to worry about, you know. You have to be fired. Like it was, I was such, um, I fell into that trap of thinking the only way that I could make it is if I had a team, not realizing that you pay the team first. So whether they do a great job or not, you're going to pay them first. And if I could go back in time, I would have a two or three room space and I literally would hire someone to turn my room over and I would do it all a hundred percent. 150%, I would do it all myself. And that's because I've had years <laughs> out of survival mode to think back on all the decisions that I made that could have been different, right? And I think a lot of us, when we acknowledge that we might be in survival mode and we're trying to figure out how to get out of survival mode, we realize that, again, the decisions that we make, what we allow to influence us to think that this is how we're supposed to do it, right? You start to realize that if you would have sat with it for a day, three days, a week, your decisions will be better. And I'm, again, saying this from my point of view, because this is what I stayed in for a long time. And I'm encouraging you, if you can stop for a minute and admit that you're in survival mode and admit that some of the decisions that you're making right now may not be the best for long term, that you try as hard as you can to st strategically plan your way out of survival mode. Because then everything in your business will change. And it will change because you're going to take your time with decision making. You now have a plan of action to do. You now have the ability to understand that sometimes when you take a step back and you take a moment on things and they don't have to be decided today, it could be in the best interest of your business. I love to see when estheticians and the light bulb goes on when I start talking about retail. 
And I have people ask me that listen to my podcast or um, they come into the office or it, they've taken a class or they send an email or DM or whatever. And they're, they, they say, oh, you're always talking about retail. And I said, the reason I talk about it so much is because those of you who are struggling, those of you who've been in survival mode, you don't sell retail. And that is the quickest way to get you out of survival mode. It's the quickest way to your strategy because there's extra money now. So now you can plan to put yourself on payroll. You can reinvest some of your money in retail. You can do all of these things that you weren't doing in survival mode. And the reason I ask how long you're going to stay in there is because some of you who are refusing to sell retail, you will always be in survival mode. Your service dollars can only go so far in your business. There's no magic wand that you can whip out that will magically just put extra money in your account. It won't happen with services. The reason I suggest always to look at the cost per service worksheet is because it'll tell you where your money is going, right? It's going to go to your payroll. It's going to go to your rent. It's going to go to the cost of the products you're using in the service. That's it. There's no extra. So if you're wanting extra, if you're wanting to pay yourself more, if you wanted to do all these things, yes, you can increase the price of the service, but the retail dollar is what gives you the extra. It's what sits in the bank and is untouched. It's what allows you to reinvest into more retail. So a lot of you are staying in survival mode because you're refusing to sell retail. You're just refusing. And in that refusal, you cut off your income. You're cutting off your increase. You're cutting off your extra money. You're cutting off the potential to private label, right? All that stuff comes from retail. So when I see people who argue with me or I've had a successful business and I'm thinking, no, you haven't. You have all these other expenses, but those services are only going to take care of the three. So somewhere, somehow, you're coming out of pocket to cover all of the expenses in your business if you really, truly had a strategic plan in your business. And I always come from strategy because I'm always going to look at the, at the bigger picture, right? And when I break down strategy and numbers to many of you, you get confused. Then I get the, I didn't know. And then the final and my favorite is, wow. I'll never forget. I had our open house. What did we do in August? And we had estheticians come in and, you know, some of them were like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't really sell that much retail, but I, I'm not really making that much money. Went over to my whiteboard, pulled out my marker and said, okay, how many clients are you seeing in a week? All right. Your average cost of the service per client is, let's multiply that, you know? And then there's the number. 
How much is your rent? There's the number. How much do you pay yourself? Oh, I just take what's left over. Okay, so let's go in reverse. This is how much you need to get paid mm-hmm. hourly. This is how much your rent costs hourly. And this is how much you spend in back bar. So this is the number that you should be doing. Then let's multiply that by how many clients you have a week. This is how much you can make. This much we take out for rent. This much we take out for your weekly salary. And this much we take out for your back bar. It's always triple times what they've been paying themselves. Always. And then I get, how come you, you know, uh uh-uh. I always talk about cost per service, so can't say that. But when you started this, did you really sit down and figure out how you can earn a living doing what you do in your business? That's it. If you can't figure that out and you're just taking what's left over, you're never going to get out of survival mode. You have to pay yourself not only a living wage, but enough for you to survive off of, right? Literally giving it to you for doing the work. Paying you from the business because you did the work. And I always get the, oh my gosh, I never thought about this. And I'm thinking, okay, but you've been in this, you've been in business for some years. When are you going to admit you've been in survival mode, that you've been struggling unnecessarily? Because you don't have to struggle. One of my podcasts has talked about, you don't have to struggle. You don't have to, but you've stayed in this space because now it's your normal. Not that it's comfortable, not that it feels good. It's your normal. So why would you want to strive for something else better when this is your normalcy? This is something you're comfortable in. But I'm going to tell you, numbers don't lie. And I come at a lot of estheticians with numbers. Because here's the thing. For most of you, you have enough to survive but I want you to thrive. I want you to have extra. I want you to have money sitting in your bank. I want you to be able to give yourself a yearly raise. I want you to do all of those things. I want you to pay yourself the hourly rate that you want and that you command. And you're commanding it by your education. You're commanding it by the time that you have had in the industry offering services. I want you to do all those things. but you can't do them in survival mode. You can't do them in that mentality. You're going to have to come out of that. You're going to have to admit some truths. You're going to have to admit some things that you may have done, whether on purpose or not on purpose, to keep you there. My favorite thing to talk to people about, especially when you start understanding strategy, you start learning about numbers, and then you start understanding how important retail is in your business, is when you start to really plan your business. 
So not only are you planning your promotions, you're planning your communication, you're planning your posts on social media, you're planning your e-newsletters, you're going by your theme, you're really starting to understand when to do client appreciation events, you're starting to understand the importance of your retail and how to buy retail. So not only that it benefits your business, but that you're getting the best of. So you may not pay shipping. You may be able to get a discount on top of that because you're buying in quantity. Like you really start understanding everything. Then you're no longer in survival mode because you took the time to admit you've been in it, have a strategic plan to get out of it and then execute. So when you're ready, to execute. You're ready to strategically plan. You have your cost per service. You're ready to retail. You have your Facebook group. You have your website, all of the things. And then you work on them and then you execute them. And now you see there's money sitting in the bank. You have yourself on payroll. You're purchasing with purpose. You're not just buying one or two. You're purchasing with the intent to sell and earn income. That's where I want all of you to strive to. That's where I want all of you to get to. Because at the end of the day, successful businesses are not in survival mode. They've put in the work. Now they're executing. And I want you all to do that as well. Those of you who are on my podcast, thank you guys so much. You can click below to watch any of my or listen to any of my 46 episodes. Stephanie Lane's Institute Beauty Business Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Take care.